we live at a time when celebration and exaltation, as, as I was talking with April White, I saw April, uh, uh, you know, when something's really real, when it's really real, you say it's a thing. Um, well, we live at a time when celebration and exaltation is a thing. It's a thing. And if you don't think it's a thing, just look at, uh, I won't say look at your own Facebook post, but look at, look at Facebook. Look at Instagram. Um, the truth is, though, it's always been a thing. It's always been a thing. Uh, the platform is just different, and the ability to be more in your face is just simply greater. Goat. Goat. It's not just an animal raised by the Sims for slaughter. Uh, not too long ago, I had to look, look it up. And folks were talking about goat. It's like, what in the world are they talking about? Goat. And some of y'all ain't laughing because you don't know. Uh, goat, greatest of all time. That's the goat. You see it pretty much everywhere. She or he is the greatest of all time. LeBron James, Venus Williams, the greatest of all time. In the first eight verses of the ninth chapter of this book of Zechariah, and I encourage that's your homework for today, read the ninth chapter of Zechariah. The first eight verses you'll read about prophetic battles and war and an image of a powerful God avenging the wrongs brought against his people. As the prophet records in the B part of the 8th verse, Never again will an oppressor overrun my people, for now I am keeping watch. Never again will an oppressor overrun my people, for now I am keeping watch. Just because God doesn't act when you think he should act, doesn't mean he's not going to act. <laughs> uh, he doesn't operate according to my timetable. Uh, but don't think for a minute that God isn't keeping score. He, he sees all. He knows all. He is keeping score. As the old gospel song reminds us, and I can hear my, my sister-in-law sing, sing this song. She sings it so well. You can't hurry God. You just have to wait. Trust and give him time, no matter how long it takes. He's a God you can't hurry. You don't have to worry. He may not come when you want him, but guess what? He's right on time. Some of you all know the song. But here in the ninth verse, we see a change from the previous eight. There's a command to shout like you mean it. Uh, as Gail has said, uh, uh, I think she said it to me, maybe to the grams. I don't know, but it's still true. If you're happy, let your face show it. You know, if, if you're really happy, let your face show it. Well, if you're really, if there's really shout in you, then shout ought to come out. If there's shout in you, shout, at some point, it ought to come out. Uh, but, 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 but keep in mind, this writing is taking place after the nation was defeated and taken into captivity by the Babylonians, now under the Persian Empire, 
God's chosen people, the Jews were beginning to return to the land of promise. Relief from their situation is on its way. Still, they are under the authority of others. Uh, and the prophet's word comes with commands to rejoice and to shout victoriously for something that has yet to happen. Shout. Be victorious. See, see the end for what it is. But it's not here. Um, in fact, it would be hundreds of years before the king of kings would ride into Jerusalem. And I can hear right now Wendy Williams saying, but how you doing? You know, <laughs> how, how, how are you doing? Uh, how's your faith timeline? Not your neighbors, not, not biblical. I'm talking about your faith timeline. How is your faith timeline? Uh, it's not easy to envision a happy ending when your team is down 30 and it's the fourth quarter. It's, 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 it's not easy to think of a successful relationship when one partner is already out the door. Bags are packed, they're, they're, they're out the door. Uh, how's your faith timeline looking? Uh, it's not easy to believe God will supply all of your needs when you're looking at an overdrawn bank account and it's like, uh, I, yeah, I, I know what the text says, but I know where, I know where I'm at right now. I know you guys have never ever been there. I told you the story about when I was uh, as an adult. I'm I'm Pastor Meeks, Pastor Meeks, going to college, trying trying to pull it together, and I'm I'm collecting bottles so I can enjoy a pizza. Yeah, I know, and that's sad. That's that's pitiful. But but that was good pizza. I'm telling you, that was that was good pizza. Uh, I think it was more associated with the. The, the work that it took to get it. It could have been cardboard and it would have been good, but that's all right. Uh, rejoice and shout. Relief is coming. And how does it arrive? Rejoice and shout. Relief is coming. And how does it arrive? It arrives righteous. It arrives victorious. And it arrives humbly. Uh, to say the least, that's quite a juxtaposition between this verse and the previous eight verses. In fact, the prophecy is even more explicit and different as it continues to verse 10. I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem, and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea and from river to river and from, and from the river to the ends of the earth. Verse 11. As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. I will free you from the situation you created. I, I didn't do this. I, he was speaking to the, his people. He said, I didn't do this. You rebelled. Here was the deal that we struck from the beginning. You obey me. You be my God. You, you obey me, I'll be your God, I'll protect you, you worship me, don't put any other gods before me. Can you handle just the first commandment? The answer was no. So you don't have to worry about adultery and, 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 and coveting and all that other stuff. It's like you can't even deal with number one. I will deliver you. I will deliver you from the, the situation that, that you created. This thing just froze up on me. Eh, that's all right. 
So I apologize in advance, but that's the extent of the <laughs> that's the extent that uh, uh, you're going to see in terms of slides. Because I'm not going to mess with that. Um, I do like how the uh, the message version reads uh, Zechariah 9:11, and you. Because of my blood covenant with you, I'll release your prisoners from their hopeless cells. I will release your prisoners from your hopeless cells. Hopelessness. I saw, uh, I put something on, 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 on uh, Facebook. Um, with folks that are dealing with isolation. Sense of hopelessness. I don't see any way out from the situation I'm in. Uh, it's a, essentially, it's a lonely island to have that feeling of hopelessness. Uh, there's no one and no place to go. Uh, and what does it do? It will lead us to take on, to consume things that are inferior. It will lead us and cause us to take on things that are inferior. They could be people, they could be relationships, they could be jobs, they could be any number of things. But when we feel hopeless, it's like we don't even think if it's going to, if I'm drowning, we don't even think if it's going to float or not. I'm just going to grab it. Well, actually, that's a rock and it's going to cause you to sink. Oh, but that's the only thing I see, so I'll grab that rock and it'll take you down. See, we will consume something less than something God never intended for us uh, to ever have. Why? Because of our feeling of hopelessness. That's this. Whatever it is, is the best I can expect. Uh, I recall um, when in our, as uh, Sister Ambrose was just sharing uh, about the space we're in, the, 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 literally the, the physical space we're in, and how beautiful it is, and it is. It's beautiful space, physical space. 12,000 square feet of, of opportunity, as I call the number two pencil with two marks. 12,000 square feet. But I remember, maybe I didn't share uh, uh, too much. <laughs> Pastor Meeks has those moments too, just in case you don't think he does. It's like, we need space. Well, let's, let's look at this situation. Let's look at this opportunity. Thank you. Patrick, you, you, I'm sure you thank God for Rita. And I'm sure more, more than one occasion, Rita has saved Patrick from Patrick. <laughs> I thank God for Sister Meeks, because on more than one occasion, she has saved Mark from Mark. And she, I, I can hear her voice. She said, I just believe. Strong woman of faith. I just believe God has something better for us. I just, I don't know where it is. I don't know how it's going to happen. I just believe it. It's going to be all-inclusive space. We won't have to have a, a little piece of space here and, and renting from a clubhouse in Southside Park and, uh, and being shut down at a school uh, uh, because we couldn't get someone to come open up for us. It's a, I just believe God has space for us. And you all are witnesses to express faith. Uh, 
the promise of the delivery continues in verse 12. Come, come home, hope-filled prisoners. This very day, I'm declaring a double bonus. Everything you lost, returned twice over. This very day, I'm declaring, remember now, it hasn't happened, but the declaration is now. This very day, I'm declaring a double bonus. Everything you lost, returned twice over. Judah is now my weapon. The bow I'll pull, setting Ephraim as an arrow to the string. I'll wake up your sons, O Zion, to counter your sons, O Greece. From now on, people are my swords. It's a promise to God's covenant people that they will be his weapons, so to speak, to win the victory. It was to the Jews then, and now by extension, through covenant relationship, it's to us. Uh, those of us that call him Lord and Savior. You see, it, you see, it's incredible that as a result of the blood covenant relationship we have with Christ, we are both the means and the ends of his incredible, salvific, and transformational plan. I mean, you really need to catch this. I, I mean, it's, it's right here. We are both the means and the ends of his salvation-inspired plan. I, this, is, this is crazy, and I'm starting to close. Uh, starting, starting, Josh. I'm just, just starting. I'm both confused and sad. Maybe sad and confused, whatever, but I am sad for sure that so many confessing Christians have adopted tactics that the world uses to try to accomplish the things they think God desires. Uh, we seem to have adopted the idea that it takes physical strength, political connection, the passage of certain laws that will usher in God's kingdom. Uh, that's what the world thinks. Uh, let me uh, let you in on a secret. Uh, that alliance, that political religious alliance didn't work two millennia ago. It didn't, I mean, it was the same thing. It didn't work 2,000 years ago. It won't work today. And if God delays his coming, it won't work 2,000 years from now. But we continue to do, beat that same drum of thinking, if I just elect the right Pharaoh, if I just pass the right law, if I just, then, then the kingdom of God will be ushered in and nothing could be further from the truth. As Jesus said prior to be taken away by, I mean, if we just read the text, just read these by the mind. He said, I could call on legions of angels if I wanted, if this is what I wanted to do, I call legions of angels and it's like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. Transformation, I win. And then you have scorched earth. But God loves us too much. Look what God says through the prophet. I'll counter the power of Greece with my infinite power and use my covenant people to be, metaphorically speaking, the swords. Okay, Josh, I really am closing. So what does all this mean for us today? What does this mean? What does this mean? This Palm Sunday celebrates. What does this mean for us today? First, 
we have a reason, a real reason to rejoice and shout for joy right now. Um, for those of you, and I don't mean to scare you, I don't, but I'm saying this as a testimony as I was sharing with Kim Smith earlier. Don't let, don't let fear be your guide. Uh, you need to, you need to uh, follow through with vaccination. Uh, but the second dose of Moderna for me and Mrs. Meeks, it did not go so well. <laughs> it, it, it was a kick in the head, uh, so to speak. Uh, and um, it, it caused a lot of reflection on my part. Uh, but one thing about Sister Meeks, as I say, a praying, faithful, God-fearing woman, uh, she said, I never, I never doubted for a minute that God would see us through this. Not for a minute, uh, but I just kind of wanted it to hurry up. <laughs> I, me too, but I, I, I cannot say that I shared her, her absolute certainty. I wasn't, I wasn't so sure, but to the text, God through the prophet said, shout now, rejoice now with certainty that the end is going to be exactly like I said. Second, the victory isn't in the things and in the ways we're accustomed, accustomed to expect. The victory isn't in the things and the ways we're accustomed to expect. Third, it's us. God's covenant people, that's us. That's city church, that's us. That's all those that confess Christ and are really called uh, that we are the agents of change. We are the agents of change. But keep in mind, Kevin, point two. Uh, it won't be in the ways that we're all too familiar with and might expect. As God said, my ways aren't your ways. My thoughts aren't your thoughts. You think that uh, we're, going to, uh, uh, we're going to take over uh, 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 the world by storm. It's, it's, it's as we have find, or as we are finding, and, and do look at this, 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 the 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 outreach that Deacon Tracy and Rita and Molly and 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 uh, uh, Veronica are doing. The outreach. This is literally. This is how salvation is accomplished. Now this is this is this is salvation in a in a in a in a in a vaccination way, but don't miss the point that this ought to give you uh, an idea, a window into what it's going. Everybody, if I if I if I just opened up, yeah, you love Jesus, you want Jesus in your heart. Oh yeah, sure I do. They go, well, what does that mean? You want a vaccination? Oh sure, I think I do. Yeah, I, I might. Yeah, and then twenty five percent don't show up. Well, you really didn't want the vaccination. You thought you wanted the vaccination, but you thought you wanted a relationship with Christ. But then when it got, when the time came to live it out, uh, I, 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 I slipped in. So what are you saying? Let me remind you, in order to be agents of change, you need to be changed. In order to be agents of change, you need to be changed. Just ask your kids. Kids are smarter than we are times 10. Because they will listen to what you say, but they will watch what you do. Hmm. 
Mom and dad say don't do this, but I kind of see them on the QT doing this. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Pookie. It's it, it, no, 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 no. It's oh, this one's okay. And then you grow up. It's like oh, okay. So there's we we can marginalize. We can we can contextualize the relationship we have with our Savior in order for us to be agents of change. We need to be changed. We need to be transformed. Um, and the reason we aren't where we want to be has a lot to do with us not being where we need to be. I want to be here. But you're not even on the path of being here. You're over here. I want to be here. It, I, I promise, Josh, I'm, I'm, I'm closing. Uh, but... That's why it makes so much sense when Jesus asked the guy at the pool. Well, he was at the pool. Doesn't that mean anything? And Jesus is asking him a simple question. Do you want to be whole? Do you want to be whole? Do, do you really want to be whole? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's like this. Well, see, the reason, the reason for my situation is, let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me break it down for you. This, this is this. And Jesus is like, Knucklehead. Now you didn't say that, but 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 if I were him, I would have said that. It's like I didn't ask you any of that. I just asked you a simple question. That's all salvation's about. I'm asking a simple question. Do you want to be whole? But yeah, I wanna I wanna be whole, but let me do this. You don't want to be whole. Oh, that's so hard. I'm just, I'm just basing it on your behavior. That's all I'm doing. I'm just, you're telling me, uh, I'm done. Uh, our spiritual hands and hearts need to be open to what God wants for us. Our spiritual hands and hearts need to be open for what God wants for us. Um, my daughter down in uh, Southern California, she reminds me often, well, Dad, you know, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Yeah, and a closed heart doesn't get filled either. And a lot of times our hearts are closed to the voice of God. And he can't fill it the way he wants to fill it because our hearts and our minds are closed. So, what's, again, what does this mean for us today? It's, this is my suggestion. Take it for what it is from a... A 60-plus-year-old guy who's, who's uh, been around the block more than once, made a whole lot of mistakes, and have hopefully learned from most of them, and is more prepared today to meet the Lord than I was yesterday. Not as, not as prepared as I'll be tomorrow, God willing, but uh, I'm on that path. Uh, God, please, open the eyes of my heart so I can see you. Teach me to praise and shout for my daily bread. Just for what I have on my table right now. Not, not, not because I don't have steak. Thank you, Lord, for the chicken. Just thank you for the, thank you for the, for the chicken. I'm tired of chicken. Thank you for the chicken. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to be, Sister Jones knows, 
old saints would say, being in my right mind. Thank you for allowing me, when I screw up as being a husband, that I, you give me opportunity to do a do-over and get it right. Thank you for being a better co-worker or a neighbor. Or how about this? Thank you for delivering my soul from hell. If we understood those few easy things, life would be so much different and so much better, so much fuller, and we would stop pursuing the brass ring that the world offers and entices this, this bauble, the pretty uh, out there for you to grab. Oh, if I just had that, then I will be happy. Ask Robert Parker. The answer is, no, you won't. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, we want to say thank you for Jesus Christ who continues to do all things well. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your people. Thank you for this opportunity. We love you. We thank you, Father. Let the word percolate into our hearts and our souls that we can live it out in a way that glorifies you and transforms our communities, our cities, the nation, and the world, and turns it upside down for you. Thank you, Father. In Christ's name, amen. amen. Let's stand to our feet. So I might, I, might, I might start saying, touch the elbow next to you or something, <laughs> something to that effect. Uh, Thank you so much for worshiping with us in person. Thank you so much for worshiping with us, uh, following us on Facebook Live. Uh, and again, for those of you who haven't signed up for, for uh, Easter worship next Sunday, uh, please do take time. Uh, Rita will be able to uh, set you up as you exit uh, uh, at the table. Uh, if you have not already signed up, let's bow again. Our Father, our God, again, we just so say thank you. Thank you for the, everything that our eyes have seen, our, our ears have heard. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for uh, everyone and everything that, that came together, Father, to make this worship service what it is. Father, thank you. Now, as we go down from this place, watch over us, protect us, uh, keep us from the evil one. Keep us from the world, save us from ourselves. Father, that we continue to, to be more and more like you and less and less like ourselves. Father, we so love you and we thank you. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. Give somebody an elbow tap. Amen.